I've never seen you so happy. I am so cozy right now. You're like you're like that meme that you always send me. No, that the meme I always send you first of all. The little cuddly bear with the rosy cheeks. It's not a bear, it's a bunny. Bunny. And that is to insinuate that I am ready to have sex with you. <laughs> That's not what you look like right now, but No, I literally feel like I'm home. Your shoulders are back. You got a big cozy blanket yes. on you. I am so happy. I you're in you, your, your audio happy place. I, I am. This is this is my cozy place. This is my this is where it started. Yeah. I'm sitting on the floor in our living room with my drink. I have my microphone. I have my blanket. I'm sitting in the kids' chair. You're back to your couch, balls view, <laughs> you pillow. Look, you look safe. You Ugh. look heard. Cozy. Mm-hmm. You know what it is? I I'm it's not like, I mean, do I have confidence? I'm not going to be an asshole. Yeah, I have confidence. I do. I have some. But when you're looking at yourself on video and watching yourself interact with a human, it's very weird. With mm-hmm. anybody. Sorry, I didn't mean to call you. You are human, human, but your husband. Like, the whole thing is just like, it's very, very it's hard. It's hard to watch. It's hard to set yourself up and get, and, and we have and we have Aaron who literally makes us look pristine. As good as we could, if we're not better. In, we're in like four fucking K here. Mm-hmm. And we have Stosh who made Crispy our sign. Crispy and drippy as he would like to say. What? Crispy and drippy as he would like to say. And all of those things, yes. Mm-hmm. But you can't do anything about how I wear my hair. Like now it's in a messy bun and I'm cozy and I feel... Like I can actually just like talk and not think about my chin or whatever. So I'm, I'm fucking, I'm fucking happy. Let's go. But anyways, we are, we are doing this. This is, this is going to be a portion of the Mackins. Making it with the Mackins. Should I say in a name that I think we just came up with? Buddy, buddy, do not show him the money shot right now. Why not? That's what this is. Well, okay. So I think so. Okay, tell them what we're gonna do, and then I'll say the name. Nobody fucking cares. Everyone cares. That. Look at everyone listening, oh. and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm so excited." That's what they're saying. <laughs> I can't wait to hear the name. They're so excited. It's like a baby reveal or yeah, gender reveal. Like, exactly. <laughs> so I came to Mackin and I said, "Listen, I feel like there's a lot of shit we don't get to on our podcast, and or facts, or or or, or we're like running out of time or whatever, get off topic too much, and." And Particularly I, lately when we've been doing video. Yeah, because it's just a lot of moving parts. Yeah. So um, I was like, we need to do something after that we can actually be like us in our old space, sitting in our in our spots, and we just get... Not that we're not us on video, but no. more comfortable and more us and more relaxed. Yeah, I mean... Less I, pressure. Yeah, I'm not worried about if I give you an ugly eye roll that I'm going to have nine chins and my snaggle tooth is going to show. Like, I can just sit here and, you know, not mm-hmm. be judged by my facial expressions. Mm-hmm. But I said we need a, a place where people who do enjoy us mm-hmm. can come and, like, get a little more of us. Right. And um, so here we are. Mm-hmm. And, and this is going to be something that you guys can be part of with us. This is a avenue we want to try going down or we're going to go down. Yeah. And we hope that you will follow along with us. We, I think Mackin really could speak to this more than I can. Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, we talked about it for a while just between you and I of like, 
How do we, you know, grow our audience? How do we monetize this a little bit better outside of just making funny t-shirts and hoodies? Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of, you know, comedians slash podcasters slash creators do like Patreon and we're not definitely not only fans. So it's like, yeah. how do we, <laughs> you know, monetize this? And so for a while we were thinking about doing Patreon and, but I don't have a Patreon. You don't have a Patreon. I literally know no one who has Patreon. I just, I, page, I was like, and I just doesn't, that Patreon. doesn't feel like something we would do. And yeah. And it's, it, it felt very, it just felt like a, this, this odd platform that like, I, we knew nothing really about. Yeah. Nothing about against yeah. anybody who has or does that or subscribes. No. It's just not something we're used to doing. And I don't know anybody that does it. So it's, it doesn't feel like something that would be either successful or something that, our listeners would, you know, easily just jump on board with. Exactly. Because we're not, yes, we and would it, like to make money, but we also don't want to ask you to jump through a bunch of hoops and do something that's weird and strange yeah. and, wait, what do I have to do? I have to create an account and I have to send you money all the time? Yeah, do I just, send you a check? Yeah, How dumb. does this work? It's dumb. So, so basically what it is, is the, the platform that we use to post our podcast on Apple and Spotify is called Anchor, which is owned by Spotify. You, in each of our podcasts, there is a, a link where it says, if you'd like to support, you can now support. So basically what we're going to be doing, not this episode, but going forward, when we have these audio-only special episodes, mm-hmm. they will be for the the special subscribers only, yeah. which will be for five bucks a month, whatever we just, yeah, five bucks a month, call it right there. And honestly, we paid double that to watch nothing for the last month on Netflix. Yeah. Fucking and Netflix is not allowing password sharing anymore and there's literally nothing on there to watch. There really isn't. I mean I just started Ginny in Georgia and I actually really like it. I you don't know? I haven't watched anything good on Netflix in a very long time. So exactly. So guys for five bucks a month you'll be getting a little bit more of us, a little bit more. I know that bef- we've been very like we're still doing our we're still doing our still you're not gonna miss anything on the video stuff it's gonna, no. gonna be exactly the same of what we always done yeah what this audio only shit here that we're doing now is gonna be like stuff that we forgot to get to in in the regular podcast and we're gonna go deeper into more sort of like deeper intimate topics that we don't really feel comfortable <laughs> talking about yeah um because I mean, not that we on the video stuff. Because now, like, we're making reels, and anybody and, with a who watches YouTube can watch our yeah. shit. And we have younger family friends and and family members that past, listen. present, and potentially future yeah. coworkers. Exactly. So, if you're subscribing, if you're paying this monthly fee, you're going to get two extra episodes a month. You're going to get a little bit more in depth. Uh, probably, I would say more explicit. Like you know, not like porn but yeah, like you know what our looks you know explicit what our, means. yeah our you're just going to get a little bit more than the video a little bit more in depth but depth but you're it's we're still going to be us this yeah. is just a venue we're going to try we're going to go down this road and everyone that listens and 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 just has followed us along for what almost three years now mm-hmm. we're so we're so blessed like guys and in particular the people who have been like giving out of the goodness of their own hearts yes. monthly for over a year or two now yes. anyway. So that's kind of what like made us think that we could even do this because they were giving, doing it without us even asking and even, even we didn't even know we could we do really it. We really should send them something. Yeah, we should. I think yeah. we did once, but yeah, we, they, we they're definitely owed something. But you guys are loyal. We love you and we're excited to do this. And let me tell you, I am so much more comfortable sitting here doing this than I am on that camera, so... So, yeah, you might just get shit that you'll feel more comfortable saying because exactly. you're not worried about how... Who knows? Yeah. 
one of the topics that we we touched on in in the last podcast that I didn't feel I just didn't feel like even you said oh, you're like yeah, we yeah. can't get that deep. So, um But did you like how I like owned it for you? I don't want to tell you how to talk and what you mm. should or should not talk about, but I just want you to understand the level of depth that you're going to talk Intimacy. about. Yeah. Golden husband over here. Yes, I was going to say that, but thank you for saying that for me. That was one of the things we fought about too, but I'm going to try and stay on topic here. Oh, we'll get to those too. Um, so, and actually these episodes will probably be, you know, longer because we have so much. Oh, they definitely will be longer. Yeah, they're, they'll be good guys. It'll be worth the money. Trust me. Yeah, because we're not going to worry about have to like keeping Aaron late. Because also we're not paying Aaron; we're just paying him in pasta. We like so, like, like in part Water of the Boy. Yeah, like exactly. in Water Boy when she pays him in meatballs. <laughs> exactly. That's literally what we're doing. Aaron comes over, uses his very expensive camera and very amazing skills to to make us look good and sound good, and then I pay him in fucking meatballs. Every yeah, week. you make him a meal at the end of it, and we hang out for a little bit. It's which fun. we love doing. But then it's like, okay, now we're done recording, and then we got like two hours of hanging out and we, we feel bad making him wait. Well, not even that, but then there's editing and then he uploads and it's just, it's just a lot. So, um, but one of the things that circling back as you people in the corporate world like mm -hmm. to say circling back, um, I did the E E D M R. I think it's E M D R. We should fucking Google this before we keep uh, talking it's, it's about EM, it. like professionals right. here. It's E M it's E M D R. electromagnetic something, right? Oh, speaking of, EMDR, my therapist was open to recording a couple of our sessions and letting us use it on our podcast. Fucking perfect. Pay See, us so for this, that. No, this could be <laughs> this could be another level because she's like, I'm open if you are. She goes, I love what you're, she really loves what we're doing. Yeah. She loves that we're so honest and open. How could and, she not? I'm the golden husband. Oh my God. She loves you. She really does. It's like, I'm so happy for you. <laughs> Somehow you've won over our therapist, you, mm -hmm. like really. So the EMDR, I, I touched on it. It's, it's like I've said before, it's, it, you basically hold these two vibrating eggs. It helps you tap into your brain a little bit more deeply. And um, so I didn't really share what the trauma was. And I'm going to share it on here because um, I feel like it's a topic that a lot of parents are uncomfortable talking about. Okay. I really do. Yeah. Parents especially, and I felt a lot of shame around this topic as a child, as a, an, an adult, as a, and honestly, if I didn't do the EMDR, I would not be comfortable talking about this. Facts. I'm not even joking. Yeah. And I feel bad, buddy, that this is going to be a lot of me talking, but yeah, feel free. Yeah, the next little bit is going to be all you, but, so I'm going to take a little free. nap, scroll on Instagram here no, a little bit. stop. Go get some sorry, not sorry ice cream. So what you do during the day when you're watching our kids. Yeah, watching. Like just looking at your fucking phone all day. Yeah. Go down so, the TikTok rabbit hole. Yeah. What is well, See, you told me not to go off on tangents and sorry, I'm trying sorry. to stay on topic. Know, Look right. at you're the fucker that does it too. I'll, I'll rein it in here. Okay, I got to get my last few words in. Damn. Because I've never had any trauma in my life. It's all you. Oh, I wish there was a camera on my face right now. So <laughs> that eye roll went to the back of my fucking. You, your head did almost like an exercise. I just around. feel like I, my eyeballs touched my fucking spine mm -hmm. just now. My tailbone. <laughs> so, like I said, this topic mm -hmm. is, if I didn't do the EMDR, I don't think I'd be comfortable talking about it. Um, but because I've processed this now, I want you to know that if you do have your kids around or if you, um, 
if you have us on speaker or whatever, I would probably put this in your ears right now just because I don't know how much of this you want people around you to hear or your kids or your spouse or whatever. You're choosing to continue if you're listening to listen, just so you know. I'm going to chart, I'm going to get into some awkward shit for myself. Yeah. For the sake of our podcast. So as a child, um, when I was a baby, I was born colicky, which basically means I was very hard to soothe as a child, a lot of gas, acid reflux shit, I guess. I don't really know much about it. I probably should research it. But I, as a baby, would rock on my bottle to help me go to sleep, right? Mm-hmm. So as I got older, the bottle turned into my hands and essentially it was something that I did to soothe myself, which... My, my poor parents, like, you don't know what to do when your kid just starts, like, rocking on their hands, which literally looks like humping, mm-hmm. right? And it's essentially what I guess, I, I mean, it's essentially what I was doing. Yeah, I mean, call it what you want, technical or non-technical terms. It was, yeah, you laying face down and making yourself feel good. Feel well, relax. Relax, whatever. It was. It was a. It was this is some, why I need to shut up during this part of the it's conversation. It's fine. You don't. It's, it's, it, does, it honestly doesn't even embarrass me anymore because when it would get brought up, like if any of if anybody ever brought it up, it would make me feel very uncomfortable. Like shame around it. Like that was bad. That's what, what you did was bad, kind of thing. Like because my parents didn't know how to handle it. Right. Like right. you see your child doing this as a two-year-old, uh, an infant. Uh, whatever, you're going, okay, something's going on. Something's wrong. This yeah. is not okay. So immediately I'm sure their minds went to, she's, she's, you know, she's being touched or, you know, this isn't okay. So they reacted out of fear, out of not understanding. And um, so whenever I would, whenever I did that, it was something that was very like, that's bad. You shouldn't do that. You, you know, bad, wrong, that's not good. Mm-hmm. So then my brain just associated that feeling with that's shameful, that's bad, don't do that, mm-hmm. right? And I mean, honestly, like, I, you know how long it takes me to say this word, like before I would never even say it, but. The M word. It was, yeah. T- t- today, Junior. Ma- Look, you can't even say it. I can say it. I have no issue saying it, but it's your word to say. You've moved on. You've conquered this word. So as I got older, it became a form of pleasure for myself. But I guess as a child, it's it's, what it was is masturbation. Okay. (laughs) I said it. I need a drink now. (laughs) I'm sweating. And I know this is probably very awkward for all of you because... You're like, what the fuck? What is she doing this for? But I'm telling you, I feel like a lot of, not a lot, there are there are a lot of parents out there who have children who do this. And I'm sure even, I didn't even realize that it was something that I could even talk about until I was a teacher and one of my students did it. And then one of the counselors was like, listen, this is something that kids do for comfort most of the time. Mm-hmm. There are other things that could be, you know, involved in this, but most of the time it's just kids. It's like a blanket. It's yeah. like, it's like a pacifier. It's like comfort for them. And I swear 
as a, what, 25-year-old girl, I was like, holy shit. Other kids do this. Yeah. Like, this is normal. Right. That was like my aha moment with it. Like, holy shit, I'm not like this fucking disgusting, bad Shameful person. Shameful person. Yeah. yeah. And the EDMR, the EMDR focused on that and like where I was when it happened and the specific moment. And I had to almost relive it. And it was so crazy because in my EMDR, I, everything was black, but in my mind, I could very clearly see the scenario Mm -hmm. where I was, what my mom's face looked like, you know. And in my EMDR experience, I was watching over this whole scenario and I ended up comforting myself as a child, like holding myself saying, what you're doing is normal. It's not hurting anybody. And here's a safe place you can do it. Here's privacy, right? That's something that I never, I don't, not that I, my parents didn't know. They were acting out of fear. But if somebody would have said, hey, what you're doing isn't bad. It's just, this isn't the place for it. Right. Go over there. Because masturbation is a very normal, developmental, common thing that everyone does. Mm-hmm. And whether you do it on accident, on purpose, it's something that people do. Right. Um, and there shouldn't be shame around it. If it's coming from a safe, comforting place. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Right? Yeah. Wow, we really went in when? deep right away. Um, I I just felt like it's so important to talk about this. No, I, buddy, that's fucking beautiful. I mean, I mean, you you called me right after because that was a you only session where I wasn't even like allowed. Not that you weren't allowed. I said I didn't want you there. Right. Or, it wasn't. And it she wasn't. and Jackie was like, "No, you don't, you shouldn't come." Um, but yeah, basically, for you, did that for ninety minutes and went through all that whole process. Yeah. And, mini little journey for yourself and you call me like crying happy tears like I feel so at ease and so happy that I was able to move on with this yeah and it was like you conquered not I don't want to say you conquered a fear because that's not the right context yeah but something similar to that like you're able to move on and no longer have shame and yeah because every time I would every time like I would just associate comfort now as a, 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 you know, someone in a relationship, right. someone who is, you know, like it's technically like in my head, it was never okay. You have always created a space for me to make it okay. But even so I hung on to right. this shame around it. And at the end of my e- EMDR, I would, I, I remember she told me, she's like, just stand on a stage and talk to yourself right. as a child in all these stages. And my parents were in the room and then I just remember like my dad, I just started laughing. Like she goes, what are you laughing at? And I'm like, Jackie, this is so fucking weird because I am literally dreaming, but I'm lucid. Like I can see what's going on. I can see my, my, myself as a, as a child, as a teenager, as a middle schooler. And then my parents and my dad goes literally in my head goes, who the fuck is this lady? And it was, I go, Jackie, he's talking about you. 
And he goes, see, this is why you don't go to fucking therapy. Look at you, right? <laughs> Look at what the fuck you're doing. What is the fuck is going on? And I'm crying. I'm laughing. Talk about lucid dreams. I'm telling you, if there was a bucket around my neck, there would I would have been covered. I cried through the whole thing. It was so cleansing, so uplifting. I was never able to use the word masturbation because I always felt very uncomfortable and shameful around it. Piggy, but- as your mom would say. Yes, I wasn't trying to go back to that word. Oh my god. That's the next word you got to get rid of. Piggy. No, it's gone. It's gone. We don't use that. But but my mom didn't know any better. Right. She was scared. My dad was scared. Right. You know like what's going on? They here? yeah, they didn't know how to handle it. They just know that you can't do that. Yeah, like you're don't embarrassing us. Yeah. Like if we saw like I know for a fact that there are parents with children that have done that and I'm sure you're like what do we do you talk to the doctor about it the doctor's like oh it's this and you're like what no what no Mm -hmm. like you know you don't know how to handle it but I think for me something that I've learned from this with our children because everything I take from therapy I take to our our current life right and I even told Jackie this I was like this makes me hopeful for my children because they're gonna do this Mm mm-hmm It's normal, basic instinct of a human to do this. The thing that I learned from it is that you need to tell them like, hey, this isn't where we do this. Mm -hmm. Like give them a safe place to do that, which it's so weird. It's like you're condoning your kids to like do that. But like if they're doing it, you don't want them to feel shame associated with the feeling of pleasure or comfort. Right. Right. Do I yeah. sound crazy? No, you're not crazy at all. Are you all uncomfortable, guys? Did I make you squirm? Did it make you think? I don't know. I just, I... I mean, if, if one person who is either similar to you or has kids who's going through something similar, if they're if, if this is the first time they're hearing this, if you're helping with them, mm-hmm. like you've already done more than enough. Like you've helped yourself. If you helped one, one other person, great. Did you ever feel like shame around that? No, not at all. Well, that's that's good. I mean, so you would never like do that and be like, oh my gosh, I did something wrong. No, I mean, not to, not to downplay it or to say that I had never had, but I, I never did that. I never had that feeling. See, that's up. so interesting because you not, not to get into like details, but like you, you, uh, you felt like it's a normal part of your body. Like this is just what bodies do sometimes. Yeah. But I will say that like, I also never had like a birds and the bees talk. Mm. So it was like, I was probably like most kids, my most guys my age where you just started figuring your shit out wow that's fun look at that i can yank on it yeah that's fun (laughs) anyways but that's that's all i'm gonna really share because that's really all i took from it but it was it was very cool i i have to say i feel very like at ease with with everything let's go with that and i'm excited to keep going on this journey of like so what's the next step so the next step is She calls it a trauma timeline, right? So you go with the earliest memory you have. And my earliest one was that. And then I go, I don't know what my next one's going to be. I really don't, I don't have anything like crazy. I have to really sit and think about it. Like what is something that, not trauma, but like if I think about it or whatever, it's triggering or makes my body squirm. Does EMDR have to be for something traumatic or can it be for anything? I believe it's a way to process shame, trauma, anxiety. Got it. So I think it does need to have some kind of discomfort associated with it. Fair enough. I don't know. Don't quote me because I'm not a therapist. Mm -hmm. But what I'm taking from it, like if you have nothing that you really feel like you need to work through, 
I feel like that's why you're in therapy to find those things that you need to work through. Mm -hmm. And then you do the EMDR to process them. So you don't feel the shame or the reaction or the, the, um, like, you know, you don't carry the baggage of that into your life moving forward. Okay. Look at me. Fuck. Maybe I should get my degree in therapy. Does Jackie need an assistant? I know. Maybe. I mean, it would be nice. I could use the fucking, you know, the, the kickback. She probably is like, you know what she did say to me though? She was like, I know that you guys do this on your podcast. She goes, and I know that you people ask, she goes, but let them go on their own journey of finding a therapist. I go, I did that and it was horrible. So I'm just trying to help people <laughs> jump through the, jump through the fucking loophole. She goes, but there is, there is something to be said about the journey of finding a therapist. And I was like, okay, I'm pretty sure Esther hates us, but yeah. Well, she's, she's, you know what, girl, if you, you make your money, you do what you got to do. I support you. Go off queen. I love you. You have made our lives so much better. And if you don't want to be our friend anymore, that's fine. And I'll just continue to do housework the best of my ability and folding laundry. Oh my God. Laundry. I I'm telling you right now, I'm telling you right now, I need to have something to watch. This is why I started that Ginny and Georgia show. I need to have something to watch to occupy me while I folding fucking laundry. Yeah. Because I literally sit there for what? Um, if it's a big load, like six loads, two, two and a half hours. Yep. And here's my problem with laundry. I will sit and fold it so nicely so that all they have to, literally, I will do underwear, I will do shirts, I will divide them up into their drawers. Like, mm-hmm. Shirts, underwear, pajamas, you know, all in the sections that they yeah. belong in. Each pile is a drawer, essentially. Yeah. So all they have to do is take the pile and put it in the drawer. Yep. I like Marie Kondo that shit. Like mm-hmm. fold that fuckers in yep. so that they could see everything, right? I, I The reason it takes me so long is because I do that. I right. separate everybody into piles, right? I go in their room and open their drawers and you want to know what their fucking drawers look like? Like literally pants hanging out. Shit. The boys are impossible. The twins are impossible. And sometimes they want to help put it away, which, oh, great. Thanks, Dean. You're going to help me. And then you just kind of shove everything in there into a fucking pile. And then the drawer gets stuck on the drawer above the other drawer. So when you try to pull the drawer open, it gets fucking stuck. And then you're like shoving your hands in there, busting your knuckles, trying to get the, the thing out. Or you're just putting like the shitty, ugly teachers that have ketchup stains on it on yeah. top of the nice t-shirts. Yes. But you actually can't get the real nice teachers out t-shirts out anymore because you have shitty t-shirts on top of it that now you'll never see. I just, I, I think I saw this a while ago on, I don't know, probably TikTok. Fucking TikTok. I, it, it was a lady who had like those Ikea bins mm-hmm. and she just literally said like underwear, shirts, pants. And you just and you just drop them in. I've never had such a boner, boner for <laughs> laundry or the 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 functionality of how you can manage laundry in my life. She had, but she also had like this cool laundry room where no, it's not the same lady. Oh, I'm thinking of the lady who no, the kids didn't put clothes in their rooms. They had like a a, oh. a giant closet room for lack yeah, of a better term. You love that. So everyone just had big buckets that they kind of like had like sliding drawers and they never folded their clothes. They just dumped them in the buckets. You're combining these two people. Yeah. Okay. Let me help you out. 
the lady that you're thinking of has a laundry room in her basement where all of their hang clothes yes. are all hung downstairs, down yes. in the basement yes. with the laundry. So yes. like they probably have underwear, socks and like play clothes up in their rooms. Maybe. But majority of their clothes are hung down in the basement. The other lady literally has those Ikea bins in their rooms and they can separate. So there's two different scenarios here. Why not here. do both? Because honestly, buddy. All we need is a basement. But doing the laundry, <laughs> I'm getting wrong. Doing the laundry and hanging shit up, it takes a long time too. It does for you because you also fold shit that needs to be hung, which <gasps> is my biggest pet peeve for you. Buddy. You take hoodies, mm. the boys' hoodies that I am going, that you put into a pile, you fo- you Marie Kondo them, as you said. Yeah. Put them into a Marie Kondo pile, put them into a basket mm. that needs to go into the room mm-hmm. for me to then hang up. Well, you I hang it up too. spend time folding meticulously sweatshirts yes. with ketchup on them that yes. I'm going to unfold immediately and then hang. Because for the purposes of putting them into the basket, I fold them so that they stay neat. I, I hate your theory of what we do for our hangs. That I Mackin, The clothes that I hang, Mackin just wants me to lay them out on top of the laundry. And I'm like, which is fine because it does, right? Kill time. Yeah, but so when, you fold all the small shit, yes. put it in a basket, okay. and then lay all the hoodies on top. You know what, buddy? If you like doing that, you could sit there and fold laundry for two hours. Buddy, I'm just trying to save you some time. Yeah, but you know what? I hate doing it, but when I have a good show to watch, I don't mind it at all. Sounds like a cake and eating it, too. Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. Just like going to therapy for you, <laughs> right? Cake, golden husband, and eating mm-hmm. it too. You don't even really need to be here, Mackin. You're fucking perfect. Mm-hmm. Should ask for a discount. You love that. Mm-hmm. I still, I even told her, I was like, Jackie, I just want you to understand something. Mm-hmm. When you told my husband that he was the golden husband and that if every patient was like him, mm-hmm. I'm like, he, you would be out of business. He fucking ran. He walked out, he walked out his. Big dick energy, swinging. swinging around, neck taller, dick longer, balls higher, <laughs> fucking made a sweatshirt. I'm not going to cut you off. You made a sweatshirt. <laughs> I told her you made a sweatshirt. She fucking died. <laughs> She's like, can you get me one that says I'm golden like, therapist? Yeah, I know. I'm like, it was so cute though too, because you even did it in the golden nugget font. I'm not dumb. You know what I'm doing over I here. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. We live in Vegas. Go nights go. This was double entendre up like... Fr- you, you're looking for a Father's Day gift or a, a husband's gift yeah. for his birthday? Go to makeitwiththemackets.com. Did you order your... yourself one? No, I need to. I need, I'll wait till next month when I get our discount. Talk about shame. I'll give you a fucking walk of shame if you wear that. I only get three items a month out of my discount. Yeah. Well, I'm... Speak of walk of shame, though. You were talking about the other day when you come home and you're oh. like... <laughs> <laughs> Talk about that. Why? It's funny. Well, okay, so the night I, the night I, one of the nights that I performed with my dad. I don't know if you heard or not, but you were performing at the South Point Casino showroom in front of hundreds of people. Yeah. And like I said, it's not like, I'm like the the South Point hired my dad. And then my dad was like, hey, here's my daughter. It's kind of like when I was a kid and he'd bring me up on stage to sing like the Little Mermaid. Did you or did you not perform in front of hundreds, sing in front of hundreds of people? I I mean, my dad. So. Yeah, that, cool. I mean, it was cool. No I one's loved, saying that they paid to only see you, but you sang and they enjoyed it. I had fun. I said it made me it made me get out of my comfort zone. It shook me up, kind of like the mm-hmm. the cold plunging thing. Let's go. So, um, I, after one of those nights, I I went out with my dad to the Italian American club, and I drank. I just drank. I just kept drinking. <laughs> 
Drinking, and I don't know. Drinking excess. Yeah. Had so many drinks. I think I ate a loaf of bread, which, whatever. I was trying to soak up the alcohol because all the food was gone by the time we got there. It was so late. But when I get, when when I drink, my feet swell and they hurt so bad. (laughs) They hurt so bad. And then, you know, I ate all the fucking bread and butter there Mm -hmm. because the bread is delicious and the butter is even better. I was literally dipping my, like using the bread as a scoop for the butter it's allowed there it's not like they give you a stick they give you like cute little ramekins i know but it was excessive i wouldn't have done it if i wasn't drunk but i and then my my skirt got tight and my tights got tighter and my spank started digging into my fucking hips and asshole (laughs) so i was like okay and i started taking my shoes off so i took my shoes off in the car i unzip my skirt i untie my bow tie from my shirt and i'm like i just started laughing and my dad was like what i'm like it's so funny i'm like i'm gonna walk in the house i'm gonna be half naked and my husband's gonna think that like i'm coming home to be like all you know ready to go ready to go sexy with him i go but i'm really just fucking uncomfortable that's really just because i had four tito's and vodka (laughs) tito's and soda and a loaf of bread (laughs) fucking four ounces of butter Mm -hmm. oh yeah butter me up baby butter me up and then and then it's true though i come home like when i drink a lot i if if i'm out with the girls i will get dropped off literally half naked Mm -hmm. shoes off stumbling in the door Mm -hmm. probably a tit fell out a few times just because they're so like loosey-goosey you know Oh, and yeah. you're probably, and then you're waiting to see what kind of Danielle you're going to get. Always. I never know what, <laughs> what kind's going to walk through the door. It could be that one who just like had too much bread. The, the one who's like ready to fight me for some reason. <laughs> one who's like can barely speak. <laughs> and then the one that's like totally aggressive and wants to just like do everything. Yep. Just, which, which honestly, sometimes that's one of the worst ones that could come through because it usually is like you, you misread the room so far. And what, when I come home and want to have sex? When you're like overly, overly aggressive. Like because, with sex? Yes. Or you mean like physically? No, with sex. Oh. Because it, like, like we talked about this the other day too, like it's very rare, very, very rare where I say no. Mm-hmm. Like even after Chipotle, I'll still say yes. Yes, you will. <laughs> You will. And for, so for me to not be in the mood, <laughs> it says a lot. And if it's one of those instances where it's probably, if you're in that state of mind, it's probably really, really late. And I'm like passed on the couch, <laughs> probably a little annoyed that I'm still waiting up for you for some reason. Yeah. Um, but maybe you should process that. Maybe I should, maybe I shouldn't. But like <laughs> you, you can't really read the room at that point And you're like trying to force yourself and like swinging your hair. and Always asking for oil. For some reason when I'm drunk. The I wrong think, kind of oil I too. Feel like my, I feel like my vagina is like the desert when I'm drunk. So I'm like, give me all the oils. I'll just pour them on there. It'll feel great. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't I? I was yes. like, get the grapeseed oil. Yeah. You get like all of like the organic cooking <laughs> ingredients out. Like, get me the the coconut oil. Get me the the avocado oil. Cause I come. Cause I don't know. Cause buddy, come on, drunk sex. You you know nothing's gonna happen for Can't me. Can't you this just is... buy lube like a normal slut? Like, <laughs> first of all, <laughs> lube does not make you slutty. Don't shame no, anybody. No, okay, yeah, you're right. I shouldn't drop the S. I'm trying <laughs> to be funny know. here. But, but you, I'm saying, but like, the fact that you call me a slut, I love that. Yeah, I know. That's I what like, I'm saying. Like you, you've had this. I got. Lately. I have lube. I have edible lube. What? Oh, that's it's yeah, sticky. Use that stuff. It's too sticky. Why? Because it gives me a UTI. I gotta. I can't be those people. I'll <sighs> use the kitchen oils. Get me some olive. Get me some <laughs> that great shit's expensive. avocado oil. They have it on sale. Coconut oil. Just scoop that shit up in your palm and 
slap it on and just it. let's go. I, the coconut oil is very grainy. <laughs> it you have to get unrefined or unfiltered <laughs> or filtered. You got to get filtered. Oh, Untu- like yeah, the untouched paper. one is grainy. The other ones they have smooth. We can figure it out, buddy. But the, but for some reason, when I'm drunk, I'm like, hand me the oils. I gotta pour it on my desert vagina. <laughs> you're like in Yellowstone. <laughs> I gotta pour it on my dry parts. <laughs> Whenever you're in that mood, I'm gonna call you 1923. No, just give me Elma or something. LMA. Give me, that's like a that's like a Montana oh, like a, name, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, Ellie May. Yeah, Ellie May. Yeah. Ellie May. Yeah, call me something from. No, that's not. That's like the South. I mean, what's a Cowboy, name from, Texas, close enough. What's a name? No, no, no. I'm thinking more. Isn't isn't 1923 shot in Montana? Yes, but they're cowboys. Mm-hmm. Cowboys are in the, are also in the South. Like we're talking about cowboys slash other names. It all it's all relatable. Yeah. So just call me one of those. Yeah. Emma. Emma. I don't I'm know. Sure. Sue. Sue. <laughs> <laughs> Get your ass over here. <laughs> Give me some oils. Get hop, the, on, hop on this bale of hay. Get, get the corn oil. <laughs> the high fructose get, corn oil. Get me your husk. Okay, we're done. But yeah, yeah we it's went so way funny. Too far on that. It's so funny though because it's true. I'm like, I just think that that it's gonna be miserable for you. It's it's gonna be like shoving your dick inside of a fucking drywall. <laughs> Right, and you trying to make sure that it's like the, everything. Oh, do you like it. Everything. <laughs> you, you never talk like you don't. Okay, we're getting deeper here, which which is I guess the whole point of this. You don't exactly talk dirty when we have sex. Never. But whenever you're super super drunk and in that <laughs> Sue type of mindset, <laughs> all the words come flying out of your mouth. Like what? Like what do I say? I don't know. I, I, I try do to. Do I call you like Big Daddy? That's, no, that's going to be probably something I need to unlock with my EMDR is you, all the shit that you say when you're drunk and having Buddy, sex. that's not traumatizing for you, though. That doesn't cause you anxiety. No, it doesn't, but it's not exactly. Wait, wait, wait. Enjoy- are you saying you don't like it? I'm just, no, I'm joking. Am I not a good dirty talker? Uh, I don't know that you are. No, I don't. <laughs> What do I say? Like, do you like that vagina? Because it's because it's not authentic to who you are. Like, that you don't normally do that. Maybe it is. No. Maybe it no, is no, now no. because I don't have shame around that. No, anymore. I think it's you, like, pushing the envelope a little bit. Not to say that you, I don't want you to have fun and, you know, you know, get, you know, <laughs> try new things or say things that are a little bit edgier than normal. Go ahead. Do whatever you want. But I can tell when you're, like... <laughs> Flying off the handle. A Just give bit. me one, one thing I've said. I, I honestly can't remember one off the top. I remember of my saying head. like, "That's yours." <laughs> <laughs> that is all yours. All that. I don't remember that, but that's yours. <laughs> that right there belongs to you and only you. Oh. You're a lucky man. Oh jeez. Oh god. So true, though. That was a cringy one. I think I remember saying that. That's, I mean, but I guess it depends on the context. I could see that being a good thing, too. I mean, it belongs to you, buddy. Get the oils and get your vagina. Get your coochie and come over. <laughs> okay, we're done. Yeah, please along. stop. We're so much more comfortable. See how much better this is? I'm so much more comfortable sitting here. Yeah. Oh, God, that was so funny. Um, wait, what does this mean? Potential segment said during sex? <laughs> That's probably a good segue. So I have this note <laughs> in my phone. 
of funny things that I've either said after sex oh, good. or things that you've said you. during sex. Wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry, I interrupted you. So you have a note in your phone that sa- that is things that you've said after we've had sex. Absolutely. Sober. Sober. Well, Sometimes. some no, not always. Sober. Okay, and things that I've said. Not sober. Things that I've said. Correct. You've written down things that I've said. Yes. Absolutely. We've never talked about this. No. Like things I've said I've, that we should have said this a long time ago, like, but you didn't want like to. Like things like this is yours, like that. Uh, you'll hear them now. Okay. <laughs> um. So you said one. What was the one you said yesterday on the podcast? When we did the video, or two days ago when we did the video. Buddy, I don't know. I was Fuck. drunk. It's going to bug me now. Painting? Finger painting? It. Yeah, finger painting. So you go, are you done finger painting? Yeah. <laughs> so that was one thing. Yeah. <laughs> but these are more That's funny, not that funny things that I've said after. It's been like a good good little session here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like I own a casino. <laughs> I feel like I just, I feel like I'm the prom king and you're the prom queen. <laughs> I feel like I just won the championship and I'm on my parade. I shook your hand and I said, I feel like I owe you money. (laughs) I remember. (laughs) Somebody should tell your boss to promote you. (laughs) This is a great one. I'm not much of a gamer, but I feel like I just unlocked a new level. (laughs) Um, 10 out of 10 recommend. I feel like I just beat the game and I have a new high score. And these are ones that you said. <laughs> Make sure you tip your waitresses, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> you can't buy that at a store. <laughs> I said that too. Did I say that? You? you did. That's so funny. That's so funny. Oh my God, I have like laryngitis. I can't even laugh. And then the last one you said was, it doesn't get any better than that. <laughs> And then you did the finger clack thing like you like a guy does with a tobacco can. <laughs> well, I told you the reason oh. you fell in love with me, I'm telling you, is because the first time we had sex, I looked over at you and I said, I've had better. <laughs> right? You were like, that yeah. was so right. You said something along the lines of like, you know, wow, that was great or mm-hmm. that was so nice. I'm like, I've had better. <laughs> Didn't I talk about that? Yeah. The other oh my day gosh. I was so drunk. See, I have to get drunk to do those because I can't relax. It's a lot of lights, Buddy, camera, and action going on. That is so funny. Oh my <sighs> God. That was so good. I, I think I peed a little with that one. I feel one. like I own a casino. I feel like I own a casino. How many times have we shook hands after we do? <laughs> a lot. It's like a business transaction. That's really funny. Oh God. See, this is why I love this so much. I feel so much more comfortable. <laughs> Oh gosh, you guys can't. You can see. I would pay for this. Yeah, this is like. Comedy. And one other thing that we said we were going to think about doing with this is we'll have like friends over and we'll yes. have like like our good friends like Montana or Katie or CJ or people over. We'll talk like just like we do normally we do when we're hanging out. And yeah, see, like get the, somebody else's perspective because yeah, somebody's got to be tired where, of just hearing us talk. Where it would be just like you and, and a friend or me yeah. and just a friend or um, us and friends. I just feel like it's like. It, it's just it's just fun. I feel like we we want to have guests on, but like the camera is a whole other. Not a lot of people want to be on film. That's why I, we don't. That's why I think this is a safer space right. to have guests. Yeah, and I feel like in unless you're fucking this, Brandon and you look like Hercules, right? And it, and may, I don't want this to sound like pretentious or not, but like we're not like celebrities or influencers by any means. 
And I feel like a lot of those types of podcasts, they kind of just do the rounds. You go on each other's podcasts and yeah. pr- promote themselves. Yeah, we're not, not that they shouldn't s- be doing that, but we're not really promoting anything. We're just talking about but, our shit. But we're also not in that circle. That's what I'm saying. We're not those types of people. <laughs> but so. we don't run in circles like that. No, not We don't at have all. people that, li- that have podcasts exactly. that like us. <laughs> exactly. So why try and put ourselves in that exactly. same mold? No, we're going to do shit our own way. We're just yeah. going to have our friends and people that we want to talk to talk, we'll and talk that's, to them. That's that's what I wanted to tell you, the whole laundry thing that we talked about. We should reach out to that company that does oh, laundry. Hamper. Uh-huh. That would we have need been a, a fucking hamper buddy, brand deal don't, right Don't now. get too excited because maybe they could sponsor us. Manifestation. That's, that is somebody... If you don't know what hamper is, it's the greatest idea I've don't ever heard. Don't say that yet. No, I, this, if there may be somebody out there is listening and they'll then give us a deal. We can at hamper, least. It's the Uber for laundry. Yeah. Okay? So basically, you know how you call an Uber and someone comes and picks you up and takes you somewhere? Same idea. You have your dirty laundry. You put it in specific hamper ba- hamper bags. Someone picks it up. They take it to their house cut and wash it. Kind of weird. Kind of not. I don't they, know if they go to their house. They no, they like they wash it mat? at their own in oh. their own yeah in their own washing machine. Uh, I don't know. They and then they fold it and bring it back in in special bags. Well, and you, the you, pricing it's not cheap, but it's not like super super expensive. I know you look. I would into say it. like it's a, a tad notch above like affordability. But here's but the they thing. got to scale up. I would assume. Sorry. What do you mean they have to scale up? I mean it's new. It's like it's not like widely used yet. Uh, yeah. But I feel like that would be something that we could easily speak to that we're not reaching to have a fucking, yeah. you know, I'm going to start making what, what do you people call it? A deck for them? We start making a deck. Yeah. Big deck energy. Big deck energy (laughs) towards hamper. Mm -hmm. I'll walk in dick swinging like you do. Mm -hmm. Golden hamper bitch. Paper towels and hamper deals is what I need. Oh my God. Paper towels. You literally get so uncomfortable when that paper towel roll is empty. Oh yeah. You, you start to squirm. Yeah. Anxiety is through the roof when we're running low on paper towels. Maybe this is something we can process. Mm-hmm. If that's what I have to worry about is my, my paper towel anxiety, I think we have, we'll be all right. Um, so is there anything like about the kids or anything we left out that we wanted to talk about on here a little bit more? I mean, I kind of degraded and demeaned them enough in my rankings. You really want me Did to come really? on here and talk shit about them too? No, I don't want you to talk shit. I just, uh, things, we sh- things that, that we like... Like I gave, I gave everybody some great parenting advice Yeah. about being very excited about, th- although I didn't do that today. I have this book that I, uh, it's like a devotional book and it's, it's called like Jesus calling. And every day it's like something just kind of like, it's just easier to understand. So I come downstairs and literally the book is ripped. Mm. And instead of doing my tactic, which I was like, Oh, who ripped up? What? What? Yeah. What a great idea! Wow. I was gonna come down here and do that. <laughs> I was just was, thinking I need to rip out these pages because I want to read them one by one and put them on the refrigerator. <laughs> Leo, did you do that? Thank you. Was that you or no? Maybe that was that you, Dean. Yeah, but I go. <sighs> I hate that fucking. Tactic. Who did this to mommy's book? Who did this? And I was not nice. I was very angry. <clears throat> I didn't have my nice, kind tone, and no one really told me. Until Leo was like, huh, okay, I did it. Hmm. Speaking of Leo, like complaining. Oh, Leo. Buddy, but here, guys, our kids got sick last week. Yeah, they no, om- no. They did, but they, go ahead. That's, go ahead. that's what we should talk about. Yeah, go ahead. One of those fights. I told you there's plenty of fights oh for us to God, talk about. Oh my God, we had so many in two weeks. 
So, I mean, you guys don't really care, but we're just going to tell you. You can fast forward through this. Maybe that's what we'll use this forum for is for fighting it out live on a podcast. No. No, because. I'm joking. Okay. What? I'm joking. Um, Vivian got sick last Thursday and I, I, when our, now when our kids are sick, which they haven't been since our, since our whole fucking six month. Yeah. Since November. Um, I haven't really dealt with them being sick. So Vivian wasn't feeling good. She had a little bit of a fever, but she started croupy coughing. And immediately I started like, oh my God, here we go. Like and my body literally just starts sweating mm-hmm. when, when I hear them sick in the middle of the night. My body starts shaking now and probably something I need to work through. <clears throat> but I was internally freaking out. I wasn't talking. I was just freaking out internally yep. about Vivian. And usually when I'm in those moments, I try and just stay calm. I try and pray through it. I try and talk myself through it, knowing like things that I know about God and the way things work in my life, the way I choose to believe. Um, and the reason w- w- you have to do all that is because, and people listening understand this to some extent is like when one kid gets sick, it's usually not just one kid getting sick. Mm-hmm. We, we're always thinking worst case scenario because we've had some bet pretty bad shit happen lately, but also like we're thinking, uh oh, this could be going on for a while. Do we need to prepare for like a week of sickness? Yeah, two weeks of sickness. Well, all of the we we play out all of these different scenarios all at once. Well, that's that's who that, do we need to keep separate? Like all the things. But that's very you. Quickly. That's you too, though. Like I do that, but I also my mind immediately goes to Leo. Right. That's and what right I'm saying. Now, all of those things are happening, flashing in our brains. And right now, we haven't really had to deal with anyone. Did you literally pick up your phone while you were still thinking about it, buddy? You have a problem. Yeah, it's like a twitch. It's very bad. Ugh. See, now I'm talking low. You're fine. Now I'm good. Yeah, you're we when I'm loud. It's just we we haven't done this in a long time, so we have to figure out our audio again. But we haven't had them. We haven't had to go through this since we were like. <clears throat> Which is out of the woods. If if you if you which was only two months ago, which seems like it was forever ago, mm-hmm. and it feels like it's been a long time, but it's kind of bad when you're like, oh yeah, we haven't had anybody sick yeah. in two months. And then I'm thinking about all the doctor's appointments, all of the he has to go to his pulmonologist if he gets sick, like all of these things that we're gonna have to start fitting into our lives, and and just the like you know the fear that comes with all of it. Mm-hmm. So I'm. I'm not, I don't think I was saying anything. I would think I was talking through it out loud to you. Like, okay, if she's not feeling good, we're going to have to, I have this stuff in our cabinet. I could start with this. If she's croupy, I have this. Uh, We'd have to go to the doctor for that. And uh, we'll just keep her in her room at home and she'll be fine. Right. And I'm talking this out loud to you. Exactly. And you, you must have been triggered by me saying all this. Yeah. I mean, you were... You were saying those things, but there was a lot of, um, I'm going to be kind here. Uns- unspoken words. Unspoken words, but also a tone that was with the spoken words. Like what? Like distress, fear? Yes. Yes. Distress is a, fa- is a fair word. Yeah. And for some reason that upset you. It, for the reason that 
Well, let me say what I said and then I'll talk about why. Don't be honest. Yeah, I said. So I said, well, you were exactly what you just said. And I go, you can't be sicker than she's sick or something like that, right? Don't be sicker. She's sick enough. You don't need to be sick too. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, and then you said, I'm, we're, I'm not going to take care of two sick kids. That's what it was, yes. Which, two sick, referring to me and my daughter. For, correct, our daughter. Correct. Huge dick comment. Which, thinking about it now, it sounds much worse than it probably intended it to be. But in my mind, what I'm trying to do is teach you in a in a very bad way, which I know that I'm not, I shouldn't do here, to or tell you what to do because that's not going to help you. One, you're not going to listen. Two, three, it's not the way that's going to make anything better. Yes, but you know that now. But in the moment, what were you thinking? Stop talking like that. We need to be realistic and fit and calm and figure this out. Yes, because my my anxieties and fears were only adding to your stress. Like you thinking, oh well, now I have to take care of her, which is something something we really got into depth about in in our recent fights. Is how <clears throat> how you're you're very concerned with how I react and handle yes myself when things get crazy it yes. bothers you you in a high stress situation is not exactly um a calm and foundational and um what's the word i'm looking for i'm not i'm i'm b- you're mostly, not calm in the storm you here. said like you're your flight and f- so fl- yes when i say yeah so what i said is you go into fight and flight mode at the same exact time mm. which is crazy to even think about like because you, you're in the fight you're you're doing what you can but your brain wants to run as far away as possible. Yeah. Which, if for someone who's doing shit, is not a good thing because, you know what I mean? Yeah, my brain just takes me off into, into stories. I'm constantly telling myself stories, and I have to, I have to find ways to ground myself and yep. be present in the moment and treat, treat my child and their symptoms as they come and not look to what's happening. But when you, when, when, when Leo started coughing, so then Leo got sick. And then it really fucked with me because mm-hmm. Leo started coughing. And this was one of the nights that like I had told Mackin, like, we're going to have sex tonight because it's been a while and whatever. And I usually don't like, I meant it. Like, Hold on, just to be clear here oh, in the sorry. timeline. Viv was sick one night. We woke up in the middle of the night with her being sick. Kept her home from school that following day. She ended up being fine. The next night, in the middle of the night, Leo goes getting sick. Leo had a fever. Yeah. And, yeah, and that's when I was like, here we go, right? But then it wasn't until the night, it was like, then he started, then he had a cough. Yes. The cough, it was, 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 was scaring me. Yeah. Because coughing equals respiratory dysfunction. Extra triggering. Yes. And I was like, okay, now we need to call his pulmonologist. And see what we need to do because now it's going, it's cough. So maybe it's respiratory. I don't know. But my mind was going everywhere. And instead of talking through it like I did with Vivian, because I was so afraid to tell you what I was thinking, because for fear of you being uh, affected by that or feeling like you need to take care of me as well, I I was keeping it in, mm-hmm. right? But I was also being proactive in the fact that, hey, 
I, I'm sorry, guys. I'm trying to make sense of this. I, when I was putting Leo to bed, I text, text Mac and I was like, hey, I know I promised you that we would have sex tonight, but I just am not there. My head's mentally not there. I'm, I'm Leo being sick. I just. The promises were happening while Leo was okay. Yes. And it's while you were putting him down that sh- shit was starting to escalate. You're like, oh, wait, he's yeah. not. Something's off right now. He's not doing so great. Which I don't think you were get, thinking that we were still going to do it, but I also. I just, was not. Yeah, you're right. But I, I just wanted to be, I want because you've told me in the past, like, don't string me along. Don't tell me we're going to have sex. And then at night, all of a sudden, be like, nope, I'm too tired. Yeah, it's just the communication of it. Exactly. Yes. So I was being proactive and saying, hey, buddy, I love you, but tonight's not a good night. I just can't relax and put my head in this space of, like, pleasure and I'm, I'm too high strung. Yeah. And, of course, you were like, okay, I understand. So now in my head... I'm like, he's not okay. He's pissed. He's mad, right? And I'm and I'm reading into your short responses as, yeah, okay, okay I understand. We're like, okay, wow, this is like a short response. He's probably upset. Which little did you know, I'm just doing the dishes and my hands are wet and I can't stop what I'm doing every dish to text you every, you know, yeah. and respond every two seconds. In, 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 in the way that I would assume you would respond. Right. Or way you typically respond. So now I'm telling myself the story. Oh, he's resentful or he's pissed because I made this promise and I'm going back on it, but I'm doing what I said I was going to do and telling him. So now I'm upstairs and I'm going to bed. Right? I'm laying in bed because mm-hmm. I <clears throat> wanted to be close. Now it, it, I, you, I leave, you go in to comfort Leo. He wanted you, gave him water, and I'm sitting in bed in case he needed me. So I'm laying there and I am literally... My body is shaking. My, I'm sweating. I am literally talking to God. Like I'm trying to just focus on what truth is and what, what's actually happening. And, 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 you know, what I, what I know, what I believe of God and in our lives. And what you know of what's actually happening to Leo and not trying to make it harder and not trying to be triggered. Yes. I'm just just trying to work through it silently. Right. And, you come in, you walk out of the room and you're like, or I, I text, I was like, are you going to, do you need to go downstairs and relax? You're like, yeah, I really need to go downstairs and sit on the couch and like decompress. And I was like, okay. So you come out of the room and I'm laying in bed and you go, are you coming downstairs? And I was like, come here. I, and now I'm asking you for a hug because mm-hmm. I need a hug to regulate right. and to know that you're okay with me not having sex with you. Right. That's why I needed the hug. Right. Then you go to leave the room and you're like, uh, are you coming downstairs? And I grab the blanket. I go, yes, I just need a minute. Mm-hmm. Now you, on the other hand, are thinking. She doesn't want to come downstairs and watch a show. Cause like normally we'll, we'll always do that together. If I need to watch a show or you need to watch a show or we just want it, we want to do it together. We always one of us will always be together and then yeah. one of us will fall asleep at the worst case scenario. Yeah, we're always doing this shit in unison. Yeah. It's not ever me upstairs, you downstairs. Right. Yeah. So I'm like, we agreed that we were going to go downstairs. I'm like, okay, come on, let's go. And you're like, I'm okay, just I need another minute. And your body language and your tone said something else. To said to me that I'm just going to stay up here because I want to and I'm, I'm 
and I'm you, tired and I just want to go to bed. And you felt pressure. You felt like I was like pressuring you into staying upstairs with me because that's something we always do. We stay together in bed or we stay together downstairs. Correct. And you thought I wanted you to stay upstairs with me when really I just needed to like, and because I'm not sharing with you that I'm processing all these things and I'm working through this fucking shaken body trauma, you think, oh, here we go. She's going to be a bitch now and make me feel bad yep. because I'm going downstairs. I'm like, when, and I'm thinking it's fucking 1030. I just finished caretaking all evening. I need to chill for 10 minutes. Yeah. I can't just turn it off and lay down and go to bed. Yeah. And, but um, I'm being pressured to go to bed now is what I was thinking. That Yes. By unspoken words, which in all reality, I was like, I didn't give a fuck what you did. Yeah. I was just trying to calm myself down. And um, we ended up getting in a, a pretty big fight over that. I think I actually like whacked you in the back at some point. Yeah, maybe. See, that's some shit I need to work through because, yeah, whatever. I just and I like, may or may not have yelled in your face. I did not ruin the golden husband he was is can't but gold doesn't chip what we ended up realizing is that obviously everyone says like communication is key with all this but in that moment i didn't feel safe communicating with you because the way you had reacted to me a few days ago and there was a little i mean I, i could be wrong and you can correct me but there's i have the feeling there's this a little this is bit of codependency that we both have on each other but mostly you like along with the golden husband goes with the whole golden husband thing is like you you appease me not appease you you would rather make me happy than yourself yeah like would you say that all the time i would say a majority of the time really Yes. Yeah. That doesn't, and I we talked about that that night. I'm like, this is not good. But also, I feel like I conditioned that in you from when we started dating. Like I made you responsible for everything. Yes, but I, I, I let me walk my statement back a little bit. I th- it's not just a yes. I think it's I know that I it's easier for me to either be happy or make myself happy if you are happy. Which is which is not good. <laughs> right. That's not healthy. Right, I, it, but and it, I love that about you, but it's not but healthy. The simplicity for you. or the rea- the reality of it is, that I can't go out and have a great good good time, or I can't be genuinely happy knowing that you're really struggling or dealing with something or pissed off at me or angry at the kids. Like, it's also yeah. kind of like simple. Like, but but here's the thing that I, I feel like I'm learning in therapy, and I'm really really grateful for it. Is that. I used to hold you responsible for those things. Like I used to look to you for my happiness. So you, I would always be like, well, you know, if you would have done this, it wouldn't have been my fault or whatever. You know, like I yeah. always put, cast the blame on you. But I feel like therapy is teaching me again how to go, okay, yeah, he's not responsible for your happiness, but why is this? Why are you doing this? Why is it? Why are you getting to the point where you're like, you bring me joy when I like something she said that I need to do is I never had the opportunity to individualize myself. Right. I've always, and and I I don't think my codependent codependency with you, if that is, if that even is what it is, is the same as you had with your, with your mom or your dad. Like, no, 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 I don't, no, no, I don't think it has anything to do with my mom or dad. I think it has to do with 
me not knowing who I am without somebody else like okay fair giving me advice or looking to them or I can't be happy unless they're happy kind of thing right yeah and I'm not saying this to be to put you down by any means but okay, I think hold I'm, on let me brace hold myself on, hold on. I'm just comment. I'm just differentiating my issues from yours in that okay. I'm I was a more independent person prior to meeting you. Yes. So I don't find my happiness in you in the way that you do in me. Well, I mean, that's a little... I'm very dependent upon you in many ways, and you provide much of my happiness. And when you're unhappy, it's very hard for me to be happy, but it's in a very different structure. Okay. I I, I think I hear what you're saying. Yeah. I I understand. I do. But because you've had that independence... Right. It also serves you. Yeah, it's it's like with a diff- yeah, it's a different mindset. Whereas I can't make any decisions. I don't even know. Like I, I had this emotional breakdown the other day. I'm like, I only like the foods my mom likes. <laughs> yeah. Like what kind of eggs do you like? I like poached with rye toast. That's what my mom. Whatever likes. my mom orders for me. No, whatever my mom liked. Whatever I, I she like- wants to share because it was we we weren't allowed to eat a whole meal to ourselves. No. That's not true. No, I'm just kidding. You guys do share salads and we steaks share, a lot. I mean, maybe there's some truth to that. We did share a lot of meals, but because I felt that's what adults did. Yeah. Like, we'll share. No, that's not why. But I I never individual. I never lived on my own. I never. I literally went from being in high school in a in a relationship with a boy to college still in that relationship breaking up with him living at home mm-hmm. breaking up with him and then meeting you what six months to a year later i don't even know i don't know either when did richie break up with me i, I should remember it was so traumatic <laughs> maybe that's my next thing i should process you know what's funny is i was hanging out with him the night that it did you were hanging out with him the night he broke mm-hmm. up with me yeah i mean i wasn't friends with him at the i mean i was friends like acquaintances friends not like i was just with him one-on-one but he was over at Pete and I's house that night. And I remember he was on the phone with you in Pete's mm. room and you guys were fighting. Mm. And he came out and I probably said like, oh, come on, bro. Forget about whoever that girl is on the phone. Just come play beer pong in the garage <laughs> no with me. I, I swear to God, I genuinely remember saying something like that. He broke up with me on the phone. I don't know if that was the specific night, but I remember saying something along those lines to him that night, mm. never having even met you at that point. Well, so. you know what? Thank you. I'm glad you, I'm glad you encouraged that because I'm, he wouldn't have been happy married to me anyways and vice versa. Yeah. <laughs> and you're not. Shout out to Richie. <laughs> yeah. He's doing good. He's, yeah. He think he just got married. He has really beautiful kids. He's finally my friend. I'm, I'm he's finally my friend. <laughs> finally accepted you. Yeah. Now I'm getting his wife to try and like me, but she won't. She uh-huh. won't accept my friend request. Uh-huh. It's okay. I'm just being snoopy. I don't want to fucking take anything from you. I just want to look. I just want to peek and see, like, hey, what's going on, guys? <laughs> you don't want to trip down memory memory lane here. No, I'm good. I have a, I have I have all the memories I need. But like I said, I never really individualize myself. I never, I don't really have. So that's all things that I'm working on now. And I think that's really playing into our relationship right now because I. This can be a segment where I just praise you for five minutes if you want. No, you don't. I don't want you to praise me. So that you're not so insecure on TikTok and being a bitch all the time. I hate TikTok. You've been on this trip lately of self-development, independency, getting uncomfortable, Trying new things, mm-hmm. 
doing things that you have been sort of hesitant upon for, for a while now, whether it's cooking certain meals, mm-hmm. ice baths, or not ice baths, but you know, cold, plunge. cold plunges, um, sort of processing things and over not overthinking, but like not just letting the situation overcome you, mm-hmm. planning over communicating, like you said, with the text, like, hey, I'm getting, I'm, we're not in the mood to have sex anymore. Normally, you just would have let whatever was happening happen and whatever you didn't want to communicate at the time, just let it go. You've been trying hard on a lot of different fronts lately, and I'm very appreciative. And touche. Not that I even, not that you need to do that for me and I need to appreciate it, no, but, but I see you. Touche. Is, mm-hmm. that, is that a correct term? That works. Elizabeth yeah. Sutherland. I used it incorrectly once with her. But like you, buddy, though, like you have been doing a lot of. People say when you're married, it takes work. And, you know, like when we first met, I'm like, oh, it's not going to be work. I fucking love him. We're going to be fine. It's gonna... But no, it's work because you're not that I'm trying to change who I am. I'm just trying to see who I am. Mm-hmm. You know, because I went from being. Whoa, deep. Is that really what you're trying to do here? Yeah, see who I am. Fuck, I didn't realize I mean, I that. know who I am to my core. Right. But there are things that I don't know. See who know. you can be. Yeah, see see what what God made me to be on this planet, right? Let's go. And here's here's the thing. You I was saying this in the beginning of our podcast before before our sign fell that I am so happy that our children see someone work uh, see someone both of us working on ourselves, but you really do. Like you go and work out with garage gains. Like when the kids know when you're not there Saturday morning, they know, "Oh, daddy's working out." Like they see you, my, my parents, my, my mom did that a lot and it was influential on me, but I just feel like there's something to be said about your parents doing things that are not easy, mm-hmm. that are like therapy. Like we openly talk about therapy up in front of our kids. Yeah. We openly talk about like how hard it is to sit in that cold water, but how good I feel afterwards. Mm-hmm. But like you really have been doing the work of like, like you said, you've been, you know, fasting with me now, eating better, mm-hmm. um, working out your relationship, your faith, everything like our relationship, like really, I mean, we may have had more frequent fights, but I feel like our fights are more meaningful and really have an impact on change. It's not going to be, our fights are big and loud and they're hard, but I feel like we grow from them each time now because of therapy. Look at you. And because of the, because of the path you're taking with your faith, with yourself, with your health, with all of that. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's so funny because I, I don't know if this is typically what 35, 30 year olds do. Who knows? I mean, like there's all those things like your twenties are for this, your high school's for this, thirties are for this. But like, I'm, I'm your grateful. Your thirties are for figuring your shit out. And whether you're married or not, or in a relationship or not, or have kids or don't, you, sh- you honestly, guys, when you do have kids, though, it's like a fucking, it brings up there. You need therapy because you are directly projecting onto them. And I just feel like if you're in a good place, you should talk to somebody. I just, I have learned so much about myself that I wish I would have known before I became a parent. Not in bad ways, Preach. but in like transformative, like, holy shit. Like, wow. Yeah. And I don't know. Sorry. I'll get off my soapbox now. Stay on it as long as you want. I like being praised. I mean, I am proud of you. <laughs> but you, you kind of were a dick for there for a hot minute when 
for some reason you felt like I'm not honest with you lately. That was another little mini fight we had. Yeah. But that was more of a miscommunication than it was uh, yeah, Mackin, a, a sense of distrust. Mackin just thinks that I'm like plotting shit behind his back because of my newfound way of like dealing with my life. Yeah. And I because I didn't know that you were processing and overthinking and trying to communicate back to me in a way that was more proactive. With Leo? With That's anything. Oh. With Leo or with the night you went out with your dad. So when you would when you would talk to me, literally just talk, it would have a different tone and a different sort of sense to it. So I'm mm-hmm. like wondering if there's like a, a different intention behind certain things. And, and you I'm question like, that. I'm like, this sounds different, which it genuinely did. And yeah. now knowing what you were processing, yeah. I'm like, it was something was going on, which at the time I wasn't exactly privy to. Yeah. Cause I was like, Hey, maybe I can go on the road with my dad and sing and maybe, you know, cause he pays me when I sing with him. And I was like, maybe, maybe I could do this. And, and then I, and then I brought it up to you in the kitchen. It literally came to me as I was walking down the stairs, uh, because my dad's going to, de- to back to Detroit to perform. Right. And I was like, Hey, what, what do you think about me going with my dad in Detroit and maybe making some money to like, you know, cause I, one of my goals in therapy, not because we need it, not because it's like something that I have to do. I want to make money on my own. Right. I do. I want to, I want not to be like anything other than like contributing in my own way and not, and feeling like, well, whoever signs up to pay for this, you can have that money. That'll be really, that could be mine. (laughs) It's my idea. It really was my idea. It was your idea. I'll take that. I'll fucking laugh my ass to the bank Mm -hmm. with that check. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Getting my tits done. (laughs) (laughs) Lipo. (laughs) Just kidding. I'm actually going to use all that money for new makeup brushes I have a whole ongoing list. Yeah, you have a whole list in your phone. I have a of list. Things that you can buy but don't want to buy until you make your own money. Do you do you want to hear them? I do. But finish your thought here first of Detroit and, and Well, and, oh yeah, sorry. But you thought that I had all this planned and like was coming to you like like hey, how am I going to tell him that I want to go to Detroit with my dad? Right. And perform without it making it look like it's making it look like it's his idea and not mine or whatever. Right, because when you initially said it, you've done that before, and I'm like, yeah, fucking go. Yeah, if it works out and the timing and every yeah, go. I have no issues. Yeah, and then you started to question it. Yeah, because then like that was the initial thing that you said to me, and then I'm hearing other little bits and pieces of things. I'm like, wait, have you known about this for a long time? And now you're like trying to like sell me on it yeah manipulate me yeah and i'm like and i'm, I'm, literally, I'm piecing this together in my mind and mm. that's not what you were doing but it's because you weren't communicating the way that you were processing these things that was making me question it yeah and i, I, had to I be didn't like, actually have a reason to not trust you yeah and i'm like buddy i have no fucking reason to manipulate you i'm like i always just tell you how i feel right i'm just like well why did it, why did it, like never mind we already talked too much about yeah it. it's fine let's hear your fun list so here's so when i start making my own money I am going to buy new, a new bra, some new underwear, some more skims. Um, I want Angie to completely redo my hair. Mm. I want it to look nice. Just like something, just not so like black, like something a little bit more like, I don't know, a depth and personality to it. I want to get new makeup brushes and make it, makeup. I want to uh, get my eyebrows shaped by Jasmine at Chic. I want a new kitchen table. I want to get my teeth fixed. I want new pajamas. I want a deep tissue body massage. <laughs> I want a deep tissue body massage, and I want this poppy lush uh, 
long like dress that TikTok and or Instagram selling me on. If you want jammies, I'll buy you jammies tomorrow. I want new jammies. And I put I actually put Angie redo my hair twice in here, so I must really want that. <laughs> Those are the things I want to do with the money you guys are going to give us. Okay. Actually, I probably won't do that, but I will reinvest into our podcast. But one of these days when I make my own damn money, I'm going to buy myself some new panties. Mm-hmm. Because I don't need new underwear, but I just want some nice underwear. Hey. Oh, I want to get the um, Haley Bieber. Ro- I'm going to add that right now. Haley, <laughs> Haley Bieber Rhodes lip gloss. There we go. That's that's another thing I want. So those are the things I really want to make with my own money. Go ahead. And who's and, stopping you? Not me. I know. What about you? Don't you have like dreams or wishes? You just want a I whole don't really new dream house. anymore. To be honest, I haven't had a dream in a while. What, it, buddy? <laughs> Does that happen as you get older and become buddy, a grumpy come old man? On. There's things that you want. I swear in life. to God, I couldn't tell you the last dream I had. I, buddy, I'm not talking about physical dream or like mental dream. I'm talking about like things you want in life. I mean, I want like, a, you want a new house. Want a, <laughs> Anytime something wanting. breaks, I go, buddy, we really need to. Uh, you said it yesterday. Oh, the pitcher. I said, buddy. Yeah, we're like, we really need a new Brita. I'm like. You know what we need? <laughs> a new fridge that comes with a new house, not a new Brita. <laughs> yes. So that's a dream of yours, a new house. Yeah. And and, and then like what else? That's pretty much it to be no, honest. No, it's not. Honestly, I haven't. Once I get that, then I'll, I'll tell you what my next one is. Like I just want some makeup brushes. You want a whole fucking zip, new zip code. Yeah. No, I want the same zip code. A whole new square footage is really what you want. Yeah. It's not, Honestly... Honestly, it's not even the square footage. I just want more functionality. I want a bathroom that is not a one-lane yeah, freeway with right? six people in the same bathroom. All of our kids use our bathroom. Like, I, use your own bathroom. I want the boys' bathroom to have a urinal so they stop pissing everywhere. Everywhere. I want Every not fancy things, just like functional things that work for our crazy family. I understand that. Two well, dishwashers. That's going to be my big flex. You want a bunch of cool shit to pamper yourself? You know what I want? Fucking two dishwashers. Two dishwashers. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's gonna talk about oh did you hear about that Mackin guy does he have does he have a ferrari or lamborghini no he's got two dishwashers and an ice machine that's my flex yeah and a, di- a fucking pebble ice machine you have a whole note in your phone about dreams for our next house yeah and they're all f- functional aspects like that oh god i'm so happy that we're married they're affordable appliances <laughs> uh, for yeah i know like exactly tell me you're old without telling me you're old mm-hmm. um but it's getting late buddy it's getting oh le- le- so. I'm glad you said that, dear, because mm. the the little title, cute name that oh. we came up for this is. So we wanted not just name it the a regular podcast because we have to di- differentiate it for the like the subscription accounts. So we're gonna call this real late relatable because mm-hmm. it's getting late. We're trying to be real, even more so real than we always are. And hopefully it's relatable. Well, and the late also plays into like we're, we were too late. We didn't. We, we yeah. This is the, it's later than when we would have hoped to have talked about this because we forgot about it. Yeah. So real late. Relatable. Real late relatable. And Mackin came up with that name. So if you don't like it, please send him a DM. So if this is something that you enjoyed listening to and you want to help fund Danielle's pajamas and my <laughs> second uh, dishwasher second. <laughs> in the house that we do not currently have, you can do so in our next episode when we do this. I'll We'll post how to sign up and all the cool shit, but it's going to be really easy. You basically just click a link from either Apple or Spotify or wherever you listen from, and it'll allow you to sign up for a, a quick little monthly subscription. 
Yeah, and we we love you guys so much. And I we this was really fun. Oh yes. I had I had a great time, and uh, we hope we were real, and not too late. And we were relatable. Let's not say that ever again. Thank you for listening. <laughs>